Head to city.com slash adventure to learn more. Did you know the arrow in Amazon's logo represents A to Z? Maybe the My Computer Career logo should represent unemployed to employed. Ryan was out of work when he started classes in March. In September, he started his IT career working for Amazon, making more money than he ever thought possible. Here's a prime opportunity. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Dear Vet Ticks, it was nice to spend the night with my daughter and other veterans. It's so humbling to attend an event when you feel appreciated. I had a wonderful time with my family. Thank you for the memories, Vet Ticks. Dear Vet Ticks, thank you for a great experience and for your support of the military and veterans. Thank you so much, Vet Ticks. Our family has gone through a lot the last few years, and this gave us a nice break. Every empty seat at a concert, game, or special event is a missed opportunity to say thank you to a veteran or a service member. By giving your extra tickets to VetTix, you'll help America's heroes reduce stress, strengthen family bonds, and create a truly happy memory that will last a lifetime. So when you really want to say thank you for your service, give the experience, give the memory. VetTix, give something to those who gave. For more information on how you can make a difference, go to VetTix.org. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Maddie Hudak on it as well from Zane Flyer, Jordan. I text her, Zane. Oh, no. She just... One against Seattle, pass interference. One against Atlanta. And we're talking about if you missed our number one. Marshawn Lattimore said it's almost impossible right now to sort of play defense. You, you, You basically touch somebody. You get a pass interference called on you. And then I came back and said, well, then why aren't the Saints receivers getting any? Right, Jordan? You found one against Atlanta. Yes. So did Maddie. Maddie found one against Seattle. Yeah, I just texted her, tell me that's... Again. T- tell me. That's... She says right now that's all she's seeing. That's all I'm seeing, too. I'm going to Two? The entire season? Saints receivers have drawn two flat... That can't be right. Because then... Uh, you know what? I need to get them better. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down Friday. Everybody's seen a lot on the Saints, though. Unreal. Yep, there it is, Seattle. Is that it? That is unbelievable. I cannot be right. I text Justin. (laughs) Justin's busy, but. Seattle, I, Seattle I, and Atlanta. Justin's, I, Justin with the Saints. There's no way the Saints have drawn two pass interference calls the entire year. It's true. I just went through all in the games. eight games. I just looked through in all. In eight games, they've drawn two. Just two. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. I don't even know what to say if that. I was somewhat joking, yet I was sort of like, you know what? I honestly don't remember. 
Maybe that's why they're not getting open. Why would the defense have, why would any cornerback have to do anything when they can't even catch the okay, ball? I understand that. But Marshawn Lattimore, who's one of the league's best cornerbacks, says I barely can touch someone and I'm getting flags called on me. So it's somewhat logical to then ask, despite whether or not they'll catch the ball or not, <laughs> no one's grabbing Deontay Harris? No one's grabbing Callaway? Like you said, who are these guys? You said that play the Willie Green soundbite again. Haven't earned the call. Matty Hudak, they got nine last year. Two in Tampa's first game and one in a playoff game. One against Chicago regular season. One in the wild card. Two in Atlanta. One against KC. One against Minnesota. Seven regular season, technically. Curtis Johnson. Is that, I, I, now, I don't know if that's, like, the norm, but. We have to go into the mean media mode math bag. Still, if we got nine all of last season, we're at two. That's just baffling to me, isn't it? I don't know. I mean, what is it common? Like, how many? I guess I'd have to start looking at the average of pass interference calls a game in an NFL, huh? Like, if it's three or four and you get one, but I just. Two seems like a really low number, doesn't it? And eight games? Don't you think that's low? Man. General D, that's bad. That's what I'm saying. I just, that doesn't seem right to me. But if it, it is. is, no, and I'm not doubting Maddie. She's on it. I mean, she's texting me constantly some updates. So I, I, thank you, Maddie. And you're looking at it too. So, we have two people fact-checking here. That, I don't know if she's using NFLpenalties.com, but that's what I'm on. And that shows you everything. So, if she's using something else, then it's it's going to be correct. That just seems like I mean, there's, there's only one logical conclusion. We're not going to get those calls. We haven't earned them. <laughs> what are we complaining about? I mean, I, like, I'm wondering if Michael Thomas gets a few of those. I mean, is that I, does that not sound like no way, right? I mean, like two. That's maybe a question for head coach Sean Payton. Do you feel that your receivers' lack of separation could be coming from maybe not getting certain calls? I mean, are they being held on to? I don't. They got the film, you know. Then they can break it down frame by frame. I'm very curious about that. That might be something we need to talk next week. With, with the coaching staff and when they're made available and stuff. That seems like a really low amount. Can you write to the NFL officiating Two. crew or like the, you can in the NBA? Oh, those guys? I, regardless, though, I just, I, I, I am wondering if, you know, the lack of who you are, I, I don't, that just seems like a really low amount. Anyway. Uh, again, on the injury report yesterday, no Alvin Kamara. No C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Again, probably not unexpected. Saw him in a boot yesterday when he finally posted a picture of him in a Brandon Ingram jersey. City jersey. City jersey. Yeah, like they em. will be playing in the city jerseys tonight. tonight. There it is. See, I'm telling you. Come on. What about the upset tonight? They're a nine-point underdog. Well, that's it? Wow. <laughs> what? 
Jordan. Is is that is can I get that hundred dollars? Can I get that hundred dollar bet tonight? No, you can't it's not live yet. <gasps> not live yet. They can't so what you're saying is you would. Bone. But you see, you wouldn't make any money. Like you see, no, they, I wouldn't. Exactly. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it tonight because knowing the Pelicans, they say it. They mess. They say they'd win. They're gonna win, huh? All right. If I put a hundred dollars on it. So anyway, you don't have Alvin Kamara. I, I logically probably one can conclude. Mark Ingram, you're up. How many yards until he breaks Deuce McAllister's record? Twenty. Twenty. And as I said in hour number one. If Mark Ingram does not break the record this weekend, it will be a very bad day for Unless the Unless someone Northwest. else steps up. Stop it. It's who? Who's stepping up? Someone. Who got? Someone. Who? Who's stepping up? Didn't they bring in someone? I'm talking about rushing. What, Taysom Hill's going to rush for 150 yards? Alvin does it all if, the time. If Mark Ingram doesn't rush for 20 yards, the Saints will lose. Post it. <laughs> he needs to rush for more than 20 yards. All right, sticky note. I, come on. I, that's not a very bold statement, is nope. it? If you're starting running back, know. it's going to get the workload because Alvin Kamara's injured, doesn't rush for 20 yards. It's probably not going to be a good day for the Saints. Because in case you forgot, Jordan, how's the receiving core doing? Dropping everything. Exactly. <laughs> so guess what the Saints have to do? Run the football. You know where the Saints wide receivers need to go? Where's the place where they throw the hot bread at you to catch it? Actually, the hot bread? Yeah, there's a place. I know Seattle, they throw fish No, there's like a place. Hot bread? Like an hour away from here. I have no idea what you're talking about. And they throw, they just like grab it out of a basket and they just throw I thought you were going where they need to go where Didi Lozada went. Yeah, if you don't catch it, then you don't eat. Because he could play basketball in Australia. Ever since he's come stateside, I don't know what happened to him. A lot of the guys that we get from overseas (laughs) are like... Player of the year for that league <laughs> turned into nothing. The guy Just like what, to... Luke Babbitt or Jimmer Fredette? Which one? There's been like multiple guys. He just got come. sent to Birmingham, by the way. The G League. I'm not, believe me, by no means am I. You know how many wins the Birmingham squadron have? Yeah, more. Yeah. Darius Miller's another guy that was, yeah. that was the M- I think the MVP. Wasn't he the MVP of one of the yeah. leagues overseas? Because we jokingly last year, remember, said we'd go to Australia. Down under. Yeah, go down under. Mark Ingram on ready for the workload. I'm ready for the whole load at all times. That's what I prepare for. Um, That's what I do. That's what I'm built for. Um, I'm always excited about the opportunity to be able to go out there and improve myself. That's something I try to do every single day in practice, try to prove myself, try to improve, try to get better, and, uh, you know, try to – Prove that I'm one of the best out here doing it. So I always, pre- I always prepare myself mentally, physically, and emotionally to be able to shoulder a big load, and you know that's what I do. So always ready for opportunity, and um, just thankful for the opportunity to be able to play this game, be able to do the best I can to help our team win. That's ultimate. That's my ultimate goal. No matter if it's uh, one particular role or if I gotta, you know, shoulder a load, I'm always prepared do, to do whatever it takes to help the team win. Jay Fowl, thank you. Lamberts throws the the bread rolls and and Foley out. Okay, Ken, thank you for uh, giving us a call here, sir. What do you got? Hey, quickly, uh, mm-hmm. were you aware that um, Griffin Griffin and Am Alvin Gentry had a little run in when the uh, 
Sacramento yeah, we, Kings. Yeah, we spoke about it yesterday. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah. Didn't give them the answers. When did, you all, when did you all find that out? Oh, uh, when did it on you Wednesday? When, when, when Jake Wednesday, put it out there? Okay. Wednesday. Happened back on the 29th of October. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, did you get that report from uh, the Bleacher Report? Yeah. Jack Fisher? Yep. Okay. Any reason why news as it relates to what's going on with the Pelicans comes from the national media and it trickles down to the local guys as opposed to the local media having insight or hands-on to what's going on with this organization now, that you guys get your news from the national media, yet we are here, yet you are here. Ken, uh, you, you share the frustration that a lot of people uh, fear or feel from mm-hmm. people that cover the Saints and the Pelicans, to be honest with you. It's a good question. It's honestly. a very yeah. good question. And, yeah. and quick, another thing as yeah. it relates to not only that, because, mm-hmm. of course, Gentry fired that thing that, you know, he evidently he had answered to the test also. He hadn't been able to figure it out himself as a, as a, as a president. But uh, I can't, I'm not going to get in today, but were you aware that the uh, draft choice, the Clippers, had obtained from us kid by the name of Brandon Boston Jr., mm-hmm. who spent one year at, at Kentucky, uh, is doing real well in the uh, G League. Matter of fact, go like 25, 23 to 25 points last night. The game was on ESPN, too. He plays for the Clippers. And I'm trying to figure out why they would trade away draft picks as opposed to picking up draft picks. So they trade, they gave this pick to the Clippers. A guy is one of the premier players for the Clippers form team in the G League. It makes no sense. And we get no, and I mean no, information as it relates to the Birmingham franchise, which is supposed to be, supposed to be our minor league team. You would think that if there were that the Pelicans organization would be trying to keep tabs on and let the public have the ability to keep tabs on young players that are in our minor league form system. But they don't do that. I've yet to see one line in the paper other than when the uh, Birmingham franchise was was started and they came up with the the nickname or the logo name. Not one story about who's on the team other than me searching it for it on the Internet, about who's doing what. Now, they did sign sign, uh, Joe Young. For those who wonder who Joe Young is, he was a thought out of the Pacer organization. He was the son of Michael Young, who was part of Five Slammer Jammer, the Olajuwon back in the day. I might be speaking from an old-school standpoint. But this guy was a pretty good player coming out of Oregon and U of H, went to both schools. But nothing about him or any other player on our form system roster. What they're doing, you know, what it looks like for those guys in the future, I mean nothing. Where did you all pick up that they had won more games than the Pelicans? Where did you all find that? You follow if they win or not on their Twitter account and their website. I mean, that. Okay. Any reason yeah. why the. Oh, the Twitter account. 
okay, for those who don't follow Twitter, any reason why they don't make that a Look, I, look, I got to hit the break. Ken, Ken, I got to hit the break. You make a good point. Hey. And I understand what you're saying is that you'd like to see more coverage on that, on, on the players and on the squadron. If you go to the Pels website, there's a link to that. You can go to the squadron website and follow that as well. The beat reporters are probably going to focus on this team and what's going on in the start that they've only gotten one win right now. Um, and then they're probably given only so much space to write about that. So I don't know if they have somebody that covers the squadron for each, you know, publication or the athletic or something of that nature. I'll pass it on to, to see if we can do that for, for more of that. Maybe we'll do here on this station. Um, we, we can check in with somebody from the squadron once or twice a week. That's something we could do more. If, if you're that interested in it, uh, that, that shouldn't be very difficult. Right, Jordan? I mean, we could, we could get somebody Easy. to talk squadron basketball. Sound good? Well, which is which is Pelican basketball? Yes, they're G League. Yeah, it's, it's all one in the same. Yeah, thank it's you, all Ken. One in the same. But, all right, take care. Yeah, man, I gotta hit the break. Two minutes late. We'll come back. Orlando, I'll go to you, and then we'll bring you Rafael Esparza. It's the Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. Sports betting is coming to Louisiana, and there's no better place to get in on the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook. To celebrate, we're giving you $100 in free site credit when you register early. That's right. Register and verify now, and you'll receive a free $100 bonus when we're live. FanDuel Sportsbook is safe, secure, and 100% legal and regulated. The app is easy to use. They're always hooking you up with great offers. And when you win, you'll get paid in as little as two hours. So see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sports book. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and register now to get $100 in free site credit. Must be 21 plus and present in Louisiana. Bonus issued and non-withdrawable site credit that expires seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Louisiana. Go live date. Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-877-770-STOP. It's the Black Friday sales event at Southland Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams, long-lasting new pickups, or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafourche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Stones. Believe me, he is no wuss. His legend lives on. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Of the squadron. Let's play by play. You may have heard of him, Jordan. The Alabama Crimson Tide. Boys. Get on it, Jordan. Let's make Eli Gold a weekly guest. Eli Gold. Eli Gold. We'll, we'll talk squadron basketball. 
Maybe I got little, no problem with maybe that. Maybe a little bit of Crimson Tide football, huh? That's all the time we have for Jordan. Let's go to the phone lines. Orlando, give me your best two minutes. Sir Rafael Spars is on the on-deck circle. What you got? Okay, uh, my, my first one, I, I want to just be for the, we have a, just be a little lighthearted about the Pelicans. Sure. The, the Pelicans losing is good for the economy because what we do is we bring more people, we invite them, ticket, down, ticket prices are down. We all come out, have a good time, have a, have a drink, have, have, call an Uber, and that, that puts the Uber drivers to work. And mm-hmm. uh, eventually you'll have some health issues because you're desperately anticipating another win. So we get the cardiologist some work. And then for the fiesta, we can all uh, have a raffle or a lottery, and we can guess Zion's weight. And oh. whoever comes closest to his weight, we can uh, we can win a, a, a prize. I, I like now, the I'm city, being kind of city jersey. What about that? Do we, do we make it like a big event too, where Zion has to step on a scale, oh, biggest no. loser style? Stop <laughs> it! Beep, 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 and it just shows up on a big screen in the arena. You know. See, this is what happens when you come back in studio. I mean, it's, it's, hey, Jordan. Well, my second point is uh, with the Saints receivers, you have to have somebody that's that's going to threaten you. And if you look at the pre- the premier, um, we have we have one, the premier cornerback. Uh, when they're not threatened, it's almost like a day off. If they're checking somebody who doesn't threaten them, or they just, or they don't fear that they get touchy. When they start checking somebody or, or they're guarding somebody with a lot of speed or running great routes, you put your hands on that receiver <laughs> and you limit them. Uh, you you limit their mobility. The average NFL player is four four to five seconds, and that's why they time you in the forty. Mm-hmm. It's, a, the, it's, it's it's split seconds. So if you don't have a receiver that's going to threaten you deep and you're not scared, you're never going to put your hands on. So we don't get the call. That, that's really a shot at our receiving core. And this was my whole thing with people coming down on, on Jameis was, who's he going to throw the ball to? And you, you, you voiced your opinion on that many, many times ago, many, many times. And it was like, oh, he's only throwing the ball 23 times a game and he's only throwing for 150 yards. He, who did he have the ball to? And I go back to one of the preseason games that they won where – uh, the receiver is from Texas, uh, Joe Joe Humphrey, something uh, uh, Humphrey, and right. Uh, Jameson was saying I was expecting him to run his route earlier and to, to break it off earlier. Jameson had to sit in a pocket, anticipating when he was going to make his break. And we don't have receivers that dictate coverage, so they play the coverage they want to play, and there's no threat from them. If you watch, I watched a couple of plays for the, there was no separation. And the line just gets the tee off on our quarterbacks. Sometimes well, different aspects. Go, go. I was going to say, Orlando, that the fact that right now, per Maddie and per Jordan, we've gotten two pass interference calls, that that's that's rough. Thank you, Orlando. i got to get yeah. to Rafael, buddy. All right, thank you. Yeah, for sure. All right, big guy. Have a what good day. What are you doing? You. Oh, me? What are you doing? You started out this season at 328 pounds. You know what? Your current weight is. This isn't funny. The beef weight. Stop it. Stop it. Let me tell you something. If I could find a way to lose 138 pounds, I'd be a rich man. 
I can't believe you played that. Rafael Esparza. Orlando. Hey, if it gets Orlando happy on the weekend, I hope you enjoy that. <laughs> Raphael, how are you on this Friday? I'm doing well. I'm posting all my uh, OBJ Saints jerseys on eBay because I, you know I, I listened to you, you guys on Twitter. You and, yeah, my to phone was, was blowing up yesterday at four something. Raphael, oh, how are you doing? I, I didn't even care if he came. I mean, I was like, great. You know, Raphael I, was shaking in his boots yeah. when, when so the Saints were exactly with the top right. three teams. You know what? All I need to know is this, Raphael: the Rams. What kind of money came in now? All of a sudden. Not much. I mean, more money came in on Von Miller uh, signing the next day or the 24 hours than OBJ. Uh, so I think the Von Miller uh, improving their defense, uh, that was a bigger move than a guy that catches one pass and probably going to be uh, a cancer sore in the locker room. So no no big movement for, for OBJ. Von Miller, more, more important. Okay. Um. But everyone on social media is the same. They said we needed him. He's Super Bowl. OBJ came here. Come on. Can we talk about games? Can we get okay. into some games? All right. Let's get into some games. Uh, let's start with college. Uh, of note, let's do Arkansas LSU, the 25th ranked Razorbacks at the Tigers in BR. Arkansas, two and a half point favorite. I can't remember the last time a Baton Saturday night game, LSU playing, and they're only a two and a half. Favorite. I don't care unless it was Alabama. They're normally a touchdown or more. Uh, I have a feeling LSU wins this game just because I have to take LSU on a Saturday night laying less than a field goal. It just seems weird looking at it on the betting board. Okay, it's going to be in the 40s Saturday night. I'm just saying 40s tomorrow night up there in uh, in Tiger Stadium. Yeah, just stayed in Vegas. That's cold. Number six Michigan at Penn State. Michigan a one and a half point road favorite. Give me khakis on the road because Penn State can't run the ball, and it's going to be an ugly, ugly game. It's supposed to be windy, rainy, cold, and if you can't run the ball, uh, I think Michigan's going to just sit back and cover the pass. I like Michigan on the road. I think it's going to be an ugly win. I think Michigan wins by a field goal. All right, Oklahoma and Baylor, eighth-ranked Sooners are five-and-a-half-point road favorite. Uh, sorry, OU, Oklahoma goes down. Baylor uh, really? uh, comes back. I think last week was just a TCU emotional. We lost our coach kind of a game. I think they bounced back and give Oklahoma their first loss. Okay. Mississippi State uh, against Auburn. And the Tigers are five-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've been wrong with Mississippi State all season long, so I'm going to pick Auburn. That means Mississippi State wins by 14. Hmm. All right. Purdue, Ohio State. Boilermakers, all they do is keep beating big teams. They're at Ohio State, 21-point uh, favorites. Best nickname all season long, the Spoilermakers. They cover this one. They give Ohio State another heart attack, but Ohio State escapes out a close victory. I like that, the Spoilermakers. Number 11, A&M at number 15, Ole Miss. A&M, two-and-a-half-point favorites. I know all the love of A&M. They've been playing much better. But give me Ole Miss. Unless, if Ole Miss comes out their baby blues like they have had me in the home games, I love those baby blue out, uh, uniforms. Give me Ole Miss plus the points. The Bearcats have squeaked by Navy, Tulane, Tulsa. They're at South Florida tonight. That game on ESPN2. Fifth-ranked Bears. Two, 23 and a half point favorite. I'm glad this game is early so I can watch USA Mexico uh, in soccer tonight. But uh, South Florida gives Cincinnati another scare. The Bulls cover, but really? uh, Cincinnati wins. Yeah, that game is at 5 o'clock 
5 o'clock, and then it is, as Rafael just said, it's USA and Mexico. Uh, who you like in that match, sir? Uh, I like the over. I'm shocked that the goal is two. I think it would not be shocked me if it ends in a draw. It would not shock me if it's a 2-2 draw. I think a lot of goals scored tonight. Rafael, let's kind of transition to the NFL uh, big storyline today was Lamar Jackson. A lot of people thought that, you know, maybe his MVP hopes are in jeopardy after the loss against the Miami Dolphins. Have, have the odds kind of switched over in Vegas? Uh, they switched over a couple of weeks ago to uh, Murray uh, uh, with Lamar Jackson having some some uh, some lackluster games. I think Murray uh, has proven, and I think it's all going to depend with the Rams. Uh, if he comes out, uh, throwing some touchdowns. Now he has another weapon. Uh, I, I, I would not be shocked if it's um, Murray because I'm just blown away on how good Arizona has played. Even when Murray sat out last week, I think they played a guy that grabbed my groceries in Vegas uh, the last week uh, as the quarterback to win that game. But I think Murray right now is probably still the front runner. Hmm. Okay. To the NFL games we go. Let's start with the Falcons and Cowboys. Dallas, nine-point favorite. I think they bounce back. Uh, Atlanta have a big, big, big road win. Uh, I forgot who they won play last week. I can't remember who the Falcons played. Uh, but I think Dallas bounces back. I think they win. I think they win by 10. He just can't help himself, can he? Huh, Jordan? Just can't help I forgot. Can't. Jaguars, Colts, Indy, 10.5 point favorite. Uh, there's no way Jaguars are going to win back-to-back games. Colts big. Browns, Patriots, New England, 2.5 point favorite at home. Hey, everyone made fun of my New England Patriots Super Bowl pick. They're playing better. Give me the pass. Wow. Bills at the Jets. Buffalo a 12-point favorite. Uh, J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Wow. Jets wow. Buffalo, no. Buffalo wins. Okay. Oh, they cover. Okay. okay. I was about All to right. say. That would make sense. Lions <laughs> at the Steelers. Pittsburgh. Eight-point favorite. Lions still looking for win number one. We have a betting problem. Would the Lions win their first game? Uh, and everyone's betting the Bears on Thanksgiving. Mm. Pittsburgh goes down. Uh, the Lions get their first W against Pittsburgh on the road. Wow. Yuccaneers at Washington. Tampa Bay nine and a half point favorite for arrested Tom Brady. Uh, it's Tampa Bay. They're going to bounce back after that uh, horrible loss to the Saints. They win big. All right. The next game. Without further ado, I will say something that I've been wanting to say for a long time. <laughs> Keep pounding. There he is, ladies and gentlemen, your quarterback for the Carolina Kitty Cats. Maybe not this. I don't think he's playing this weekend, right? He's not the play. He's not starting this weekend. So, uh, Panthers at the Cardinals, maybe, likely, no, uh, Kyler Murray as well. Cardinals, 10.5 point favorite. Uh, I'm going to say Carolina covers, but Arizona again squeaks out another victory at home. I think Arizona wins by seven. Chargers at home hosting the Vikings, three point favorites. I don't understand all the big money that came in on the Vikings early. Uh, give me the Chargers. I know they they have no really home field advantage because all the missing teams crowd up their place. But I think the Chargers win. Uh, Eagles, Broncos, Denver, two-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Teddy, two gloves again. Uh, they, they win again. Uh, I'll take the two-and-a-half. This one should be three. The Eagles stink. In the game that I've called the future Saints quarterback, Seahawks at the Packers, Green Bay, three-and-a-half-point favorite. Oh, jeez. You could be correct on that one. It all depends on who's playing. If Russell Wilson's playing, if Aaron, I didn't lie, Rodgers is playing. I'm going to say Packers just because I'm not sold on Seattle on the road. So give me Green Bay. Chiefs, Raiders, KC, two-and-a-half point favorite on the road. It's got to be KC. Vegas is just – I don't know. How many stuff can the Raiders deal with in a one season? Uh, they're they're not mentally in. Give me Kansas City. Okay. Any fist to cuffs this weekend I need to be paying attention to? 
I mean, yeah, UFC as uh, Yair Rodriguez is fighting this week. Well, how can you come back from UFC 268 in a big boxing last week? And so, no, like, nothing really exciting and fist the cubs. But uh, like I said, it's football. You got college basketball uh, mm-hmm. on the menu. You got USA mm-hmm. Mexico tonight. I mean, it's just a great, great weekend. Who you like again, USA or Mexico? No, Christian Pulisic. Uh, he's not starting. He'll probably will play. I'm going to say USA. I think they win this one. But again, Whoa. it wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me if it's a draw two two. Oh. That's some scoring. Okay. USA. USA. There it is. At Via Sidelocks, worst of the way to follow over on Twitter, on YouTube. That show coming up here in ooh, 28 minutes or so. Go check them out. What is it called? Uh, hang out with the bookie? Uh, ask the bookie and all Same half hour shows all about Diane's weight. So <laughs> it's sponsored by you know Old Watson. It. So it's you know, great stuff. Stop it. This one plays the way in. You're referencing his weight. You know what? Just That's all the time we got. That's it. Go away. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. Have a great weekend. See you, Raphael. Do you want to hear some good news, though? Good news? Well, maybe not for the Tennessee Titans. Ten seconds. Go. All right. So, Diana Rossini, a few minutes ago, lots of injuries to keep an eye on this Sunday with the Saints and Titans game. Mike Rabel, Tennessee Titans head coach, said that quarterback Ryan Tannehill missed practice today because of an illness. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Maybe that's what Vegas knew. I'm telling you, three points is very low. At home? They're only favored by three. The Saints ain't got nobody. Especially with no Camaro. Only three. Maybe that's what Vegas knows. You know what? Who am I kid? Who's the backup? Find out who the backup is. He's throwing for 400 yards. Watch. See, if I prepare myself like that for this, and then when it doesn't happen, I have a good Sunday. See how that works? Sports Hangover continues next with Marlon Faith right on ESPN New Orleans. taxes on every item you purchase up to four thousand dollars right now today and if you buy your diamond separate from the ring we'll count that as two separate items because we love you we're having our big three-day engagement ring extravaganza right now today 2397 engagement rings 928 wedding bands come in and take a look we've got Big engagement ring diamonds that are easily within your budget. We have new designs from Gabriel. Martin Flyer. And exotic men's wedding bands from Mallow. You've never seen anything like the wedding bands from Mallow. You're going to leave here with a fabulous engagement ring. Tax free. And with fabulous financing up to 60 months. With approved credit. And you're going to have a big... Big diamond. Welcome to Ramsey's. Our annual engagement ring extravaganza is happening right now through Sunday at 5 p.m. Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers is the largest diamond store in Louisiana on veterans between Bonneville and West End in Metairie. A new name, a new era. TGMC is now Terrebonne General Health System. This change reflects our transition to more of an all-around healthcare partner rather than just a healthcare provider. With new facilities, new innovations, and new ways to help you, we've done more than change our name. We've changed our future. To see what's new at Terrebonne General Health System, visit TGHealthSystem.com. You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! 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 Ah! Go! 
Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. Please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengal. All right, we looked it up. I'm not even kidding. Like, I thought you were joking. Jordan Cleaver in studio today for the first time since August. Before we get to Marlon Favorite, please tell us who is the backup quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. Logan Woodside play college football at Toledo. <laughs> Who is Logan Woodside? I gave you as much information that I now know. Now you have judged in the past how good a player is based off of his YouTube highlights. How long are the YouTube highlights? Well, from this one, week one preseason highlight. Yeah. That was posted this, yeah. this year. It was just one minute. One long. minute. I'm going to make a statement here. If Logan Woodside, again, Diana Rossini saying Randy, Ryan Tannehill didn't practice. Yes, because of an, due to an illness. Do, uh, due to, okay, wait a minute. That's, I thought you said injury. No, I said illness. Well, he might have the sniffles. Doesn't mean he can't play. Might be the dreaded COVID. Regardless, if Logan Woodside comes in and drops 400 yards on the Saints defense, Jordan. I mean. Logan, what, that sounds like a made-up name. No, Marlon Favorite. <laughs> Seriously, if I said Lo, uh, if I said Marlon Logan Woodside is taking on the Cowboys, you would chuckle and you would be like, "You're making that Who? name up, right?" I definitely would. It sounds like a mad creative. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah, a name that you make up. Your player in the draft. Exactly right. Uh, you can follow Marlon on Twitter, Big Faith 504 also the podcast Inside the Trenches. Marlon, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, brother. It's a beautiful day here. I have to travel south Louisiana to head to the Lafayette area to, take yeah. to watch Dillashell take on Sterling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had Ed Daniels on at the beginning of the show, and he said that this was one of the games to keep an eye on tonight. Ooh, I like that. That's out the air for that one. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. You know, it's playoff. Um, of course, Dillashell had to suspend six of the game. But, you know, if you're good, you're good. You travel on the road and do it. So I'm excited for my son's teammates, man, for real. Yeah, same thing happened to Brother Martin. Anyway, we won't talk about that. Uh, good luck to the Cavaliers. <laughs> Uh, let's move up to Baton Rouge, sir. We'll start with the Tigers. Obviously, you're part of the LSU Sports Radio Network. You'll be doing pre- and post-game coverage. Look, I, I think it's going to be interesting Saturday because media people, fans, we always, the old let down or get up for games or can you bounce back from games, we always bring that up. You, you've been a player, though. You won a national championship for the Tigers. Does that exist? Like, is it hard to get geared up after you've, gone out and played hard like they did in Bama last week and come up and follow it up with that kind of effort again? It's not hard to get up because if you would have told me as a player, going into an Alabama game where Alabama's a four-touchdown lead favorite in this game, and you say the Tigers hung in this game and only lost by six points, 
then, with that being said, with number 25, Arkansas, coming into Baton Rouge, and now the spread is looking more like 60-40 LSU, I'm with it. I look at a team from a player's perspective, they know they know their worth now. They know that even though the record shows are not one of the better teams in the SEC, the way we played against Alabama last week says our defense is probably one of the top-performing defenses in the country without Derrick Stingley and Elias Ricks, the two top corners in college football present. Right. No Kayshawn Booty, number one receiver in college football, not present. And to say that they can go out there and do that, oh, I'm excited about this Arkansas game. Gus, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm excited to see LSU finish strong the last three home games. Marlon, kind of to that point, I mean, how, how can Arkansas, how does, like, the motivation factor for Ar- Arkansas go into? I mean, the last time that they beat the Tigers um, was in Baton Rouge, and it was in 2015. So what kind of motivating factors does that have uh, this Saturday? Well, for Arkansas, Jordan, they had a, a, a nail-biting uh, win last week against Mississippi State. So they're already on edge. They know they're coming in. Um, a hostile environment, not necessarily from the players, more along the fans. Like, we almost beat Alabama last week. Let's kick some Razorback. You know, hello. (laughs) Tell. And I think that energy goes into this game. I do think our 12th man is living a well tomorrow um, in Tiger Stadium. I mean, Gus, for Arkansas, you know, a guy like, let's say, K.J. Jefferson, their starting quarterback. He's going in with the game plan like, hey, these dudes are coming after me. So right. I expect like a lot of quick slants. I expect you know them to try to get a running game going. Uh, so uh, that that's, to me, that's the mindset of Arkansas. We had a tight we – ha- we just come out of a big game, right, against Mississippi State. So I do think that they come in and they, uh, you know, they fight. And, and we see a lot of quick pass, a lot of running games. Two and a half point favorite are the Arkansas Razorbacks. You know, when, when you take a look at, and you mentioned him, KJ Jefferson, um, he's big, Marlon. I, I, I'm trying to think of quarterbacks that he's six three. He's two forty five. Like that, that's linebacker status, right? I mean, like two forty five, and that guy can move and can run like that as a D lineman. When you have a quarterback that's like that. Do you, do you sort of prep differently? I mean, do you kind of know that, hey, an arm's not bringing him in? I mean, he can truck you. Gus, you have to be willing and ready to make a basically a tackle for a sack. Um, I mean, he's bigger than Leonard Fournette. And at any given moment, he can run and be that guy. I thank Jamarcus. I got a cool story for you. I'm playing for the New Orleans Voodoo, right, Gus? Now, mind you, I broke, I broke the voodoo sack record. I'm the, the sack uh, record holder for the New Orleans voodoo. I would have shattered the record if it wasn't going, for going against a guy by the name of Rohan Davis. Gus, Rohan, big quarterback, right? 220, 230 plus, 6'4.5", 6'5", Rohan Davis, back, back Tom Brady out in New England, won him a Super Bowl. Right. Really sparked it off for LSU with the Florida recruits coming to LSU and, you know, really brought LSU back to where we belonged back in the early 2000s. Gus, I had six sacks against Rohan Davis 
wrapped up as best as I could, and I missed every last one of those stats. <laughs> right. Well, so, you know, to he, your point. Yeah. No, <laughs> to, to your point. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. And here's the other thing, too, again, because I do Arkansas game day, so I'll be up there with the LSU game day folks, with Gordy and Hester and everybody else um, tomorrow. But the thing that stands out as well, Marlon, is, is watching Arkansas, from my vantage point, sort of build and become a physical team, physical backs, physical receiver. Traylon Burks reminds me of what the LSU, you know, Jamar chases and stuff. This guy's 6'3", um, 235, 225. What is he? 6'3", 225. So that guy, you know, is physical. And I think that's the thing that's, that gets LSU fans. It's like, that used to be the Tigers, Marlon. Like, here comes a team that is excited about going bowling. And also, though, a team that's won their games against Texas and others because they're more physical. That used to be the, the like the main ingredient of an LSU gumbo, right? Of a football team. That's the thing I think fans are going to see on Saturday night. That man, it you know that that's what LSU used to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you look at our, our quarterbacks and you know the way our teams used to roll in. And, I mean, look at KJ Jefferson. He's only thrown. Three interceptions this season. You put him on Alabama team. You put him on uh, Michigan State team. His his stock is high. Um, so Arkansas has done that. I think under Coach Moore, they were able to be able to get rid of that. Oh, uh, we're just one of the trash teams in the SEC to a team actually competing, um, making big time games. And you, and you look at this Arkansas team as well, Gus, and what this game means to the boot, right? It's, it's, it's a fight for the boot every year. So that does give right. it a little get. I can remember when Arkansas wasn't all that good, like my freshman and sophomore year, but they played us like they were Florida, Auburn at the time, just for the simple fact, hey, this is LSU. It, hey, trophies are trophies, right? But when you're playing for some type of trophy, I don't care if it's a national championship trophy um, I mean, I remember my high school days early on when I was at show. We used to play against Rumble for the megaphone. Like it makes you play up for something because you're 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 playing to win it, right? Especially back then in college when we didn't have high stocks in in regards to being in in school and to be able to make money. We played for pride, and and, and that trophy, that boot, is is a pride prideful thing for uh, for both Arkansas and LSU. All right, Marley, what do you think happened Saturday night? Saturday, I think LSU wins uh, by at least, I would say about 10 to 13 points. So I'm, I'm looking at anywhere between like a 30 to 20 or like a 33 to 20 uh, type game. Dallas Cowboys, Saints looking to bounce back from ugly losses last week, sir. Uh, what do you think happens in Nashville? I think in Nashville, I think the Saints go out and they execute um, – we have our show we have to do here, the Go Black and Gold show here on TV in a minute. And one of the things I'm going to mention, I'll give you guys a teaser, is this Tennessee team has a veteran at running back by the name of Adrian Peterson mm-hmm. who can still get up when needed. So this team has to play better technically. I think technique-wise in the secondary, to play with parts in the depot. It looked like a big deal to us, right, because it was a big play. But it was a minor mistake he did. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he let his eyes get him in trouble, right? You know, you have C.D. Deuce in there. That doesn't happen. 
So I look at little situations like that, you know, being able to not give up those big plays because of technical reasons. And then I mentioned Adrian Peterson. You have to play with good hands and have gaps and pros in this game. I think Marcus Davenport and Cam Jordan do an excellent job being successful in the C and D gaps, keeping, keeping uh, you know, being gap sound. But that has to be the same across the board because one mistake, even though right. Derrick Henry isn't here, you still have a big dog running back. So I think, I think the Saints goes out and, and bounce back from that loss. Right, there it is. Marlon Favre at a big fate 504 inside the trenches. Uh, I may see you tomorrow. I don't know. What time do you start? I'm gonna crash the party. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and um, at, at, at halftime or at one point during the game, just come in. I'm just crashing. You're gonna hear it me all over Arkansas radio. Sounds I'm good. Gonna, you know what I'm gonna say, huh? Mm. Hello, somebody. That's exactly right. And there goes <laughs> Marlon Favre. <laughs> Safe travels back and forth to Lafayette, sir. And good luck to your kid. Uh, we'll talk again uh, on Monday. So Quick break, hey, Coach Chi. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys got our back, baby. They're going to beat Atlanta. So, look, we're going to get them, Gus. Yeah, yeah. I guess this this is the week, you know, I guess I'll say go Cowboys. On that note, it is absolutely time to go. Uh, Pat G. Conteri will preview USA Mexico next on ESPN New Orleans. See you tomorrow. DraftKings Sportsbook is coming soon to Louisiana, and it won't be long until you can bet on all of your favorite sports from the comforts of your own home. To celebrate, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving customers $100 in free bets when you sign up before they go live. No deposit required. DraftKings is bringing their experience as a leader in daily fantasy sports to the sports betting world and have created one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code LaRose when you sign up. Those who sign up right now will get $100 in free bets to use once mobile sports betting hits Louisiana. That's code LaRose to get $100 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-70-STOP. 21 and over. Louisiana only. Availability varies by parish. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Greg LeBlanc Toyota is currently open and here to serve our community with a fresh new inventory arriving daily and over 150 quality pre-owned vehicles. If you have any questions regarding vehicle replacement or you're looking to purchase a new vehicle, we are here to help. Stop by 220 South Hollywood Road or give us a call at 985-876-7210 or visit GregLeBlancToyota.com. GregLeBlancToyota.com. We are Homa Strong. Offshore workers are among the most important members of the Gulf Coast workforce. When a person working offshore or on a vessel is injured, the effects on their family can be devastating. At the King Firm, we are proud to have experience with these types of cases and make it a priority to see that our clients receive just compensation and are treated fairly. If you've been injured, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. Ring the King at 504-909-KING or 888-241-8766. Man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Pat G. Conteri, Coach G's, we like to call him. 
We waited till Friday, sir. Because tonight's a big night. <laughs> What's going on, sir? How you doing? Tonight's today? a big night, eight PM, USA, Mexico. Yes, sir. It's um it's kind of a big deal. It's another set of games for World Cup qualifying. Mexico on top of the table. Mm-hmm. US is at least qualified right now, but make no mistake, Coach G, set it up. This is a big game. Yeah, I've got actually kind of worried about this uh, Mexico and Jamaica game. So tonight's uh, against Mexico, the only advantage that I see right now that we're not playing in Texas or California. We're actually playing up in Cincinnati. Um, I think it's smart because every time that we play uh, a Mexican team in southern United States, it seems like it's an away game for us. So um, finally they got a little smarts about maybe moving it up north a little bit more. And it's going to be cold. Um, Jamaica's going to be a little tough. <laughs> yeah, and it's pretty cold. And, you know, and, um, the Mexican team plays, I think, a mile, uh, mile in elevation. I think it's, um, oh, I've got the name of the stadium. They play um, very high up. So the altitude they got, but the coldest they don't. Because Mexico City is quite warm right now. I believe it's about 85 degrees. Um, so, yeah, Cincinnati right now is looking probably about a blissfully 50, maybe 52 tonight. So it's going to look real nice for us. But that's about it because Jamaica is right after them. And they're forward now. Uh, Mikel Antonio, who plays for West Ham, who's in a real good season right now. At first, he was not going to go against us. He said, you know what, I'm going to stay in England. I'm just going to train. Um, then something happened between West Ham as well as the Jamaican uh, national team where they both said, okay, um, it's okay with you, West Ham. We would love to have him play. And also now he changed his tune, and now he's on the Jamaican team. That kind of scares me because he's having a phenomenal year right now. And America does not do well in Jamaica. So when I'm looking at the standings right now, yeah, Gus, you said Mexico's number one. They have 14 points. United States is 11. We're looking good. However, I'm a little scared about Panama kind of jumping over us. Panama right now has eight points. We have 11. But Panama is playing um, Honduras as well as El Salvador. These are the two worst teams. So if they score uh, six points, they have 14. So that must mean that United States has to win one game either against Mexico or Jamaica and a tie. Is that feasible? Yes. I can see us tying Mexico, and I can see us beating Jamaica. It's going to be a slugfest. Um, but here's some bad news. Christian Pulisic, um, he played for Chelsea the other week in the Champions League. He came in about the 77th minute. Things are looking good. Now he's on the U.S. Uh, national team right now, and he's on the bench. Some things that I'm reading about is Chelsea does not really want him to play for the United States right now. Um, again, I keep on talking about the investment into these players, and Chelsea dumped a lot of money in Pulisic to get him away from um, Bundesliga. So for the last month, month and a half, um, Christian Pulisic has not been playing for Chelsea, and he finally got in. So Chelsea's a little hesitant of allowing him to play. They just got him healthy right now. So, again, you're spending X amount of money on a player. You want to keep him fresh. If he's going to the international and getting hurt, we're seeing it all over the place right now in uh, the EPL as well as Serie uh, A, as well as Liga Un and Bundesliga. When all these guys are going to their international um, teams, they're, they're getting they're getting hurt. They're getting hurt on their on their teams. And when they go back, and now either they're playing in a red country, so they have to spend two weeks in quarantine, or they're hurt. And in Christian Pulisic's situation, it's about a month and a half since he played. So a lot of these club teams are not liking these international breaks right now. And I saw for next year, EPL is going to have a week-long break before World Cup. Um, I think it has to do with injury. And just, again, these guys are playing 24 hours, seven days a week. 
365 days a year. These guys need rest. And even though they're young men, 21, 22, in their prime in soccer, 23, 24, they're still human. They're still going to get hurt and knocked and stuff like that in their knees and ankles. And it's going to be very slow to recover. So a lot of these club teams are, are second-guessing and rather pay the penalty and not allowing these players to go to their club team because it, for them, the investment is to keep them healthy, keep them safe, um, let them play in the club team and win all those all those other trophies for the club. So it's kind of hard to say how excited I am to watch this coming up because we have a lot of potential, but we're hurt. Um, Dest is not going to be in there today. Um, he's, he's been having a phenomenal right back season um, in La Liga. Um, so it's going to be questionable. Um, offense right now for United States is very weak. It's going to get a very strong defense for Mexico. So it's going to be very hard for us to score. So a tie, I can see it. A win, oh, it's going to be so tough. But we definitely need to get that one point. Again, my, my looking right now is in my rearview mirror, looking at Panama and seeing what they're doing. If they drop any points, that really secures America moving um, to the World Cup next year. So, yeah, as long as we take care of our own stuff, uh, we'll be good. But let's keep an eye on Panama to see what happens. You got me nervous. <laughs> well, I'm just one of millions, if not billions of soccer fans throughout the world. I just have <laughs> one opinion, sir. <laughs> All right, look, no, I hear you. we got about a minute and a half left here. So give me something to to pay attention to. Like, what what am I looking at here? Midfield, is it keeper? Is it possession? Is it like, what am I going to see when this game comes on the TV to give me an idea whether or not the U.S. can pull this it, off today? What I need to see? It's going to be... Yeah, it's going to be Mexico controlling most of the game. And I think the only time where America can really score is on a counterattack okay. or um, just hopefully on a set play. Um, run-up play, just a regular run-up play. Uh, Mexico is very strong in the back. And, again, without Pulisic kind of right in the middle, uh, McKinney can only do so much. Our offense, um, our fourth, in my personal opinion, is lacking. We have a lot of pressure on this young boy. I hate to say boy, but he's 18 years old, Ricardo Pepe. He's having a phenomenal year right now in MLS. Um, he's doing well on the national team and even talks about him going overseas. But being a Hispanic and having a Mexican heritage, this is a huge game for him. So this is kind of like a spotlight on him to see what he could do against that Mexican defense. So kind of keep an eye on Pepe. But it's really our offensive attack, and let's see how, hopefully, we, if we have one, how well we can do with it. But I believe Mexico is going to control a lot of the game. When we watch Jamaica, I believe America will control most of the game. So that's where I think we'll get that win. So when we get our, hopefully, if we get that tie today, it's going to be a 0 0 1 1. And when we score that goal, like I said, it'll be on a counterattack or it's going to be off a set play. All right. Easy enough. Pat G. Conterry, Coach G. We'll talk next week, sir, on, you know what, let's move you up from Wednesday to Tuesday because the U.S. take on Jamaica on Tuesday, and that game's at 4 o'clock. Can we do Tuesday? We stay on Wednesday and recap both games. It's up to you. you. You let me know when you need me, sir. I'll be around. That's what I like to hear. All right. Thank you, Coach. Enjoy the weekend. <laughs> Enjoy the game tonight, man. Thank you yes, for coming sir. in. Yep. You too. Have a great weekend. Bye. Jordan, you don't look, you don't look, you don't look, um, what? You don't look like uh, it's a win tonight. For the men's national team? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of bummed out that we won't be seeing Christian Pulisic. Well, you may. He's not going to start. They come in in a minute.